This is the Free Flow Podcast, a media production of Free Flow Institute. I'm Chandra Brown, founder and director of Free Flow Institute, and this winter season, we are offering an eight-part series of mini-episodes called the Cold Weather Craft Series. Eight tiny doses of inspiration to stoke your creative fire and help you engage or re-engage with your practice. The series features some of our favorite instructors and collaborators, and each episode serves up a little bit of direction, focus, or encouragement. We invite you to digest these nuggets, to soak them up, share them with friends whose creative spirits might need a little love, and to be reminded of how good it feels to observe and write and create. Thank you for listening and for being a part of the Free Flow community. And now, please enjoy the Cold Weather Craft Series. Hi, thanks for tuning in. Today's guest is Chris Latre. Chris is a poet, author, and enrolled member of the Montana Little Shell Tribe of Chippewa Indians. He has a weekly-ish newsletter called An Irritable Métis. It's good, and we'll link to it in our show notes. Chris has a number of books out, including a new volume of poetry called Descended from a Travel-Worn Satchel and Becoming Little Shell, which is forthcoming from Milkweed Editions. We appreciate Chris for this work, but also and mostly for his contributions to the literary community here in Montana and to our own Free Flow family. He's a fixture in our world, and he'll be teaching two workshops with Free Flow this coming summer. You can find out more about Chris's teaching at his website, chrislatre.com, and at ours, freeflowinstitute.com. Today, Chris shares a beautiful exercise in which he invites us to notice the sounds embedded within and inherent to what we so often perceive as silence. Here's Chris Latre. Boujou, Free Flow community. I'm Chris Latre. I'm a Métis storyteller descended from the Pembina Band of the mighty Red River of the North and a member of the Little Shell Tribe of Chippewa Indians. For my Cold Weather Craft Series workshop, I would like to begin with this from the Ojibwe writer Richard Wagamis, who opens his book Embers, One Ojibwe's Meditations, with the following passage. I am my silence. I am not the busyness of my thoughts or the daily rhythm of my actions. I am not the stuff that constitutes my world. I am not my talk. I am not my actions. I am my silence. I am the consciousness that perceives all these things. When I go to my consciousness, to that great pool of silence that observes the intricacies of my life, I am aware that I am me. I take a little time each day to sit in silence so that I can move outward in balance into the great glamour of living. I love what Wagamese has to say here. His path is one I strive to follow as well. It isn't easy. Sitting with oneself is often like the worst kind of bushwhacking. The trail is sticky with mud and imperiled by rocks that rise up to trip you. There's broken deadfall to clamber under and over. You will usually find yourself gouged and bruised and bleeding from wounds you don't even recall receiving. 
For me, it is important to note that silence does not mean the absence of sound. Finding such a place is near impossible, as I discovered, trying to find a place to make this recording. Rather, silence is the absence of me trying to constantly impress my own noisiness upon it. My own constant questions and judgments. My own stuff. It means listening. It means paying attention to others, to the world I am trying to inhabit fully. Now, what does this have to do with writing or any creative pursuit? I think it has everything to do with it. I think if we aren't able to turn off our own noise, how can we take the world in, process it, and put it back out in any meaningful way? So I think a practice of silence with oneself, how to quiet one's own noise, is irreplaceable in the creative arts. If I don't maintain a steady practice in embracing this silence, this stillness, then whatever effort I exert to make any kind of difference to the world with my work is made that much more difficult. That's why this is so important. So whenever I do a workshop related to this pursuit, I like to begin with this simple exercise in paying attention. You'll need a place, familiar or not, in public or not. You'll need a notebook and something to write with and a timer. Find a place to sit. Set the timer for two minutes. You don't need the notebook just yet. Start the timer, and while it counts down, do nothing more than look around. If it's a familiar space, try and find little details you've maybe missed before. A chip of paint on the wall. A cobweb in the corner. If you are somewhere unfamiliar, it's easier because everything is new, but try and notice features that are interesting. Make mental notes of everything. When the timer ends, reset it for one minute and start it up again. This time, try and make a list of everything you noted in the first two minutes. Is it difficult to remember? Are you surprised by what you could or couldn't recall when it came time to make your list? Did you cheat? And look around some more and make new observations because you couldn't remember the original ones? Take a moment to reflect on how this first part of the exercise played out. Now repeat the process. Only this time, for the first two minutes, close your eyes. Focus on what you might hear that you didn't notice with your eyes open. Or a draft of air against your skin from some unknown source. After two minutes, go another minute to make another list. For example, I drove all over my multi-mile neighborhood to find a place to make this recording in my truck and until one stops and pauses to listen you have no idea how many airplanes and jets are flying overhead or how far the noise from the highway interstate 90 the old mullen road how much cacophony is constantly in the air that you don't notice until you stop and listen For me, when I do the two-minute exercise of closing my eyes and paying attention, I'm reminded how 30 years of loud rock and roll music has ruined my ears, made them constantly ring and buzz. It was worth it.
the point? Training to observe, to pay attention. It all might seem obvious, but it isn't. Most of us are so caught up in our own melodramas or the earbuds blaring in our ears no matter where we are or what we are doing that life is largely passing us by. There are so many interesting details right under our noses almost every moment of every day and we miss almost all of them. We don't have to. Repeat this exercise whenever you can, wherever you are, even if you don't have a notebook or a timer. You'll find you don't need either one once you get good at it. The practice to observe and notice is so important, no matter how you want to live in the world, no matter what you want to do with your time here. Life is too short to miss so much. Life is too short to miss so much. Miigwech for your attention. Thank you to our friend Chris Latre for offering this week's Cold Weather Craft Series exercise. If this brought anything up for you, please do get in touch. As always, we'd love to hear your reactions and read your writing. FreeFlow is offering a number of scholarships for our 2022 field courses, and the application window is open now and closes in April. You can learn more about our scholarships and our upcoming workshops and listen to more of the podcast at freeflowinstitute.com. One of my favorite partners in crime, the brilliant and thoughtful Kitty Galloway, will be here with us next Wednesday for the final installment of the Cold Weather Craft series. And just in case you're considering the idea of a field course with free flow this coming year and need a little encouragement, here's one more clip from the Gates of Lador workshop on the Green River last summer. I have never seen um, anything like this river, this, these canyons, the sky, the light. I've been taking photos like mad. I, I've never done that before. Um, there's just so much beauty here. We are proud to say that the Free Flow podcast is supported by the Prop Foundation. Our podcast theme music is by Nate Hedgie and Wartime Blues. Stephanie Malterich produced this episode. I'm Chandra Brown. Thank you for listening and for being a part of the Free Flow community. Until next time, get outside, do what feels good, and keep in touch.